Section 2 of A Boy's Will by Robert Frost. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Savannah Harold. Poem 9 To the Thawing Wind. Come with rain, O loud southwester. Bring the singer, bring the nester. Give the buried flower a dream. Make the settled snowbank steam. Find the brown beneath the white, but whatever you do tonight, bathe my window, make it flow, melt it as the ices go, melt the glass and leave the sticks, like a hermit's crucifix, burst into my narrow stall, swing the picture on the wall, run the rattling pages o'er, scatter poems on the floor, Turn the poet out of door. End of To the Thawing Wind Poem 10 A Prayer in Spring Oh, give us pleasure in the flowers today, And give us not to think so far away, As the uncertain harvest keep us here, All simply in the springing of the year. Oh, give us pleasure in the orchard white, like nothing else by day like ghosts by night and make us happy in the happy bees the swarm dilating around the perfect trees and make us happy in the darting bird that suddenly above the bees is heard the meteor that thrusts in with needle bill and off a blossom in mid-air stands still for this is love and nothing else is love the which it is reserved for God above, to sanctify it what far ends he will, but which it only needs that we fulfill. End of a Prayer in Spring Poem 11, Flower Gathering I left you in the morning, and in the morning glow, you walked away beside me, to make me sad to go. Do you know me in the gloaming, Gaunt and dusty gray with roaming? Are you dumb because you know me not, Or dumb because you know? All for me, and not a question, For the faded flowers gay, That could take me from beside you, For the ages of a day? They are yours, and be the measure, Of their worth for you to treasure, The measure of the little while, that I've been long away. End of Flower Gathering Poem 12, Rose Pagonias A saturated meadow, sun-shaped and jewel-small, A circle scarcely wider than the trees around were tall, Where winds were quite excluded, and the air was stifling sweet, with the breath of many flowers, a temple of the heat. There we bowed us in the burning, as the sun's right worship is, to pick where none could miss them, a thousand orchises. For though the grass was scattered, yet every second spear seemed tipped with wings of color that tinged the atmosphere. We raised a simple prayer, before we left the spot, that in the general mowing, 
that place might be forgot, or if not all so favoured, obtained such grace of ours, that none should mow the grass there, while so confused with flowers. End of Rose Pagonians Poem 13 Asking for Roses a house that lacks, seemingly, mistress and master, With doors that none but the wind ever closes, Its floors all littered with glass and with plaster. It stands in a garden of old-fashioned roses. I pass by that way in the gloaming with Mary. I wonder, I say, who the owner of those is. Oh, no one you know, she answers me airy. But one we must ask if we want any roses. So we must join hands in the dew coming coldly, There in the hush of the wood that reposes, And turn and go up to the open door boldly, And knock to the echoes as beggars for roses. Pray, are you within there, Mistress Who were you? Tis Mary that speaks, and our errand discloses. Pray, are you within there? Bestir you, bestir you. Tis summer again, there's two come for roses. A word with you, that one of the singer recalling. Old Herrick, a saying that every maid knows is, A flower unplucked is but left to the falling, And nothing is gained by not gathering roses. We do not loosen our hands intertwining, not caring so very much what she supposes. There when she comes on us mistily shining, And grants us by silence the boon of her roses. End of Asking for Roses Poem 14 Waiting a Field at Dusk What things for dream there are when spectre-like, Moving along tall haycocks lightly piled, I enter alone upon the stubble field, From which the laborers' voices late have died, And in the antiphony of afterglow, And rising full moon, sit me down, Upon the full moon's side of the first haycock, And lose myself amid so many alike. I dream upon the opposing lights of the hour, Preventing shadow until the moon prevail. I dream upon the night-hawks peopling heaven, Each circling each with vague unearthly cry, Or plunging headlong with fierce twang afar, And on the bat's mute antics, who would seem Dimly to have made out my secret place, Only to lose it when he pirouettes, And seek it endlessly with purblind haste, On the last swallow's sweep, and on the rasp, in the abyss of odor and rustle at my back, That, silenced by my advent, finds once more, After an interval, his instrument, And tries once, twice, and thrice if I be there. And on the worn book of old golden song, I brought not here to read, it seems, but hold, And freshen in this air of withering sweetness, but on the memory of one absent most, For whom these lines when they shall greet her eye. End of Waiting a Field at Dusk
Poem 15. In a Vale When I was young, we dwelt in a vale, By a misty fin that rang all night. And thus it was the maiden's pale, I knew so well, whose garments trail, Across the reeds to a window light. The fin had every kind of bloom, And for every kind there was a face, and a voice that has sounded in my room, Across the sill from the outer gloom. Each came singly unto her place, But all came every night with the mist, And often they brought so much to say, Of things of moment to which they wist, One so lonely was fain to list, That the stars were almost faded away, before the last went, heavy with dew, Back to the place from which she came, Where the bird was before it flew, Where the flower was before it grew, Where bird and flower were one and the same. And thus it is I know so well, Why the flower has odor, the bird has song. You have only to ask me, and I can tell, no, not vainly there did I dwell, nor vainly listen all the night long. End of In a Veil vale. Poem 16 A Dream Pain I had withdrawn in forest, and my song Was swallowed up in leaves that blew away, And to the forest edge you came one day, This was my dream and looked and pondered long, but did not enter, though the wish was strong. You shook your pensive head as who should say, I dare not, too far in his footsteps stray. He must seek me would he undo the wrong. Not far, but near, I stood and saw it all. Below low boughs the trees let down outside, and the sweet pang it cost me not to call, And tell you that I saw does still abide. But tis not true that thus I dwelt aloof, For the wood wakes, and you are here for proof. End of A Dream Pang End of Section 15.3